It's time for the SPN Bushy Show. Here's your host, SPN Bushy. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the SPM Bushy Show. Two lifelong friends who started a podcast together. I'm SP. Joining me, as always, is Bushy. Bushy, how you feeling? Bushy is doing good, buddy. Uh, I mean, it, um, you know, two days away from Thanksgiving, so you know, we're we're here. It's our Thanksgiving special, I guess. <laughs> yep, it's our Thanksgiving special. We're going to talk about the things that we're not thankful for, and then we're also going to talk a little bit of football. And talk about Bushy's Notre Dame shirt, Bushy. I yes, you were a Notre Dame guy. Oh yeah, you know, got got to show got to show off Notre Dame. You know, um, obviously the rankings just came out. Uh, Notre Dame n- number six right now. I mean, they're they're kind of sneakily kind of getting into that college football playoff talk as well. Uh, so you know, if I mean, if some dominoes fall, we could definitely see Notre Dame uh, in the college football playoff. We certainly could. I mean, I'm excited by this week's ranking. Is I got to eat a little bit of crow um, for what feels like months now. I've been talking a bunch of crap about Ohio State, and then they just absolutely went and killed Michigan State last weekend. So you know, I, I was saying that they were beating up on cream puffs, and then finally last week they did it to someone good. So you know, uh, I got to eat my crow on that one. I got to own up to it. I was giving Ohio State a lot of uh, grief, and you know what? They they earned my respect with that win last week. They they did. Uh, they actually, man. I mean, really, it wasn't a contest. I mean, really, the game was over by halftime. I mean, it was oh, yeah. just one of those. Yeah, you you kind of hyped up the event. Game day was there. You, you were very excited. I mean, it was like a case where I didn't even have to watch the really watch the game anymore. I mean, it's just I went out and did Christmas lights. Uh, on Saturday because I didn't really care so much about the game and stuff. And I, I remember I, te- I watched the devil's tomb starring uh, Cuba Gooding jr. On our stars free preview. <laughs> and how was that? Uh, it might be another one we'd have to break down. I mean, it's, it's not very good. It's very formulaic, but you know, it's got him and like the day guy from days and confused is somehow in it as like one of his soldiers as well. And like, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's got a decent enough cast, but it really wasn't that good. It was okay enough that I didn't switch it off. That's how bad the game was though, that I switched to it. So that may be our NBA quarter break uh, show. You know, we're quarter, once the NBA hits kind of the quarter mark of the season, we, (laughs) we got to switch over. Yeah, we talk about the B movie, uh, The Devil's Tomb, starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, actually, there was uh, there's a there was one I was kind of interested in. I maybe want to watch it. It's on Prime Video. It's good. It's called like Star or Star Commander Two or something like that. And it's like it's like one of these '80s B movie action movies. And I'm just like, I don't know why. And and literally like uh, I have like the Google Chromecast, and it literally usually with like google chromecast you know for some of the bigger movies they give you like this paragraph description of the movie and all that it was literally one sentence that's it about about this you know this guy basically being a commander of like an army or something like that so i was very very interested and i kind of want to watch the movie now and just be like huh i'm intrigued now is this a really one of these bad 80s b movie action movies i'm guessing yes i mean that sounds like it would be 
<laughs> it's that. And plus, I mean, it's just you and I are both Jean-Claude Van Damme fans or something like that as well. Maybe we have to maybe review maybe best. Uh, he's not in the movie, but, you know, we, maybe we have to review like best the best or something like that as well. That's it. <laughs> That's best a crap. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we could. I mean, we could we could do that. I mean, really, I mean, Eric Roberts acting is so bad. And James Earl Jones is in that movie. And it's just one of those. I'm like, how do they get James Earl Jones in this movie? Really? The Star Commander movie? <laughs> no, the best of the best, actually. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, not not Star Commander or I think that's the movie title. I I, okay. I really wasn't really paying attention to the title. But yeah, definitely maybe we gotta check out maybe best of the best as well. Yeah, maybe. Absolutely. I can we can try to track that down, find another Jean Claude Van Damme movie to do a watch along with, or maybe even switch it up and do something else. Yeah, we could. Or we could do the Devil's Tomb. A little Van Damme story. in the back pocket for later on. Or we could do, yeah, the, uh, the Devil's Tomb uh, in the <laughs> starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Devil's Tomb starring Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> I mean, or, or we could do adjacent uh, John Claude Van Damme action movies because you and I did review the Sudden Death remake, you know, Welcome to Sudden Death. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, we could Absolutely. we could do sequels. Or remakes of Jean-Claude Van Damme genre films. Absolutely. So Universal Soldier 8 or whatever. Yes. <laughs> or uh, there's Kickboxer 2. <laughs> oh, joy. Yeah, there's yeah, there's like a Bloodsport 2 as well. So we, <laughs> we may have to do that. <laughs> How many of these movies have Scott Adkins? I feel like he's in all of them. You know what? He's probably one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> they, could, they could do that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, obviously, obviously, the win for Ohio State was so drastic that it made us switch it off and watch B-movies. Cincinnati also put it on SMU to the point where that one wasn't a game either. Yeah, they really took it to them and really, I guess, really kind of showcasing the stuff, too. I mean, you know, it, it, I, I was really afraid of with the college football, what, they're, what they were going to do, because they actually did play on that uh, on the Friday, uh, the week before. And they, they actually, because the game ran so long, they got preempted by a World Cup qualifying game. I mean, really, I mean, I felt like that was maybe like a slap in the face for Cincinnati uh, as well, that they got preempted by a World Cup qualifying game. I mean, it definitely is, but by that point, the game was over. Like they were up, like what, forty-eight nothing. Uh, well, or, I mean, it was they, it was somewhat interesting. I mean, but yeah, they, they Cincinnati had it in hand. But yeah, I mean, they, really, I mean, I felt like that was really a slap in the face to the committee. Getting really, they got preempted for a World Cup qualifying game, and they got transferred to ESPN News. So I mean, they, they were on Rogers ESPN, but they got transferred to ESPN News. This is America, and America should never. In America, we never preempt. College football for soccer. I'm not thankful for that. Yeah, uh, even if it was USA Mexico. No, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just weird. I was just like, in the oh, World okay. Cup, I'm not even gonna care. It's in Qatar. It, come on, I mean, World Cup next year. It's gonna be around November, so we could have this football World Cup combo going on. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we, we could gonna, be talking about it, too. It. I'm going to root for Ghana or whichever African nation the U.S. plays in round one because we have everything else. I don't care if Ghana has soccer. Ghana, yeah. I and mean, we have uh, women's soccer, too. So, like, it's not like I ever care about men's soccer. Yeah, that that is true, yeah. And it's just, yeah, we're really 
you know, we're, I guess we're kind of like Cincinnati, I guess, in a way, or something like that when it comes to, you know, soccer or something like that, just this mid major, none of the, none of the top, none of the top programs really give a care about you. Right. We're ball state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where we are. Yeah. We, we have like good seasons or something like that, or yeah, we're, or maybe like Boise state, you know, we, we have good seasons or something like that, but never really get into that top echelon as far as with being an elite college football team. Right. Which we got to talk about it. Like you said, playoff rankings are out. Uh, Bearcats finally cracking that top four. Hopefully they're to stay. Hopefully they're to stay, really. I mean, it's just a case now for them. Basically, if they went out, they should be in, really. I mean, it, I, I feel like Georgia, Alabama are going to get uh, to each other. Who knows with Ohio State as well. I mean, you know, I get, they have been playing well. But really, I mean, they're, this is going to be their true test, really, against Michigan uh on saturday really and they really haven't been they've really been a shaky road team uh this year i've been watching uh, you know some of the road games as well and against really formidable opponents ohio state's been shaky really i mean yes they've come out victorious at the end but yeah they've been really shaky as and they've lucked out too a lot of their home games have been at home oregon's at home penn state's at home michigan purdue they've all been at home so they've really kind of lucked out for uh through that like I said, I mean, until last week, it felt like a really soft schedule for the Buckeyes. Even once again, having, I mean, like I said, it would be great to see after all the scrutiny that he's been under, never being able to beat Ohio State. I would love to see Harbaugh finally get it done against the Buckeyes. But that would also probably launch Michigan then into the conversation and ahead of Cincinnati, though, too. Yeah, that definitely would launch. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like Cincinnati really is probably going to be number four. Really, and the, yeah, it's uh, they're signed up for that rematch against Georgia. So, I mean, Georgia, Cincinnati, here we go. We're gonna have it again. Well, it just we sounds, may not. or we may not, or maybe they, they, they might get up to three. I mean, once again, if depending on what happens with Ohio State, Michigan, it also looks like um, obviously you're gonna have uh, Alabama and Georgia play each other, and if Georgia does to Alabama what they've been doing to everyone the whole season. I don't see how you could justify putting a two-loss Alabama team in ahead of a one-loss Notre Dame team or a one-loss Oklahoma State team. Yeah, I mean, this really is setting up now for Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, really. I mean, to tell them to basically, yeah, win out. You know, hopefully one of these teams crumble or something like that. I mean, and hopefully they – No, Oklahoma, no. Oklahoma's still very much in this thing. If they beat Oklahoma State and then avenge the loss to Baylor or something in a Big 12 championship game, you got to look at the Sooners as possibly that team. Yeah, but they barely beat Kansas. I mean, that, I mean that's the case. They barely beat Kansas. I mean, really, I mean, they should have lost that Kansas game. Kansas really? Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. Kansas is Kansas is up top. I mean, what happened to Texas? I mean, I guess, I guess really. I mean, I, did they miss Tom Herman? I mean, really, Tom Herman would probably not let this happen. Really, I mean, yeah, I'd probably lose to Oklahoma, but basically, I mean, really, I mean, it took an amazing comeback even to get to you know overtime against Kansas. Right. Does Sarke- is Sarkeesian gone yet? Has he been gone? <laughs> No, not yet. Uh, even though, yeah, we're this season. This is going to be an interesting year as far as with the college football hiring, uh, could, because I mean, we got three 
I guess really high priced jobs going, you know, high priced programs really getting the getting the call and stuff with uh, LSU, Florida, and USC. So we're this is going to be a very very interesting uh, case as far as with that. And you had Texas to potentially to that mix. That would be interesting. I mean, here they've lost what five six in a row. That would be interesting. Yes, that would definitely be uh, really a slap in the face. I think to Tom Herman. Really, I mean, it's just you bring in Sarkeesian, you think, oh yeah, the, you know, Texas is back. Texas is back, and no, they they're really <laughs> they really they're going on their co- yeah they're going on a different coach as far as with that yeah, and it's just that would definitely be a slap in the face. And really, we should we should not not consider Texas really for the next three, four years. Nobody should really care about Texas. Just forget about them. Really. I mean, it's just, if they can't get a coaching higher, right. You know, why trust them? I don't try. Yeah. Well, it's like Miami though. Like Miami somehow always is in the top 15 preseason and then they suck. Yeah. That's going to be the case. Yeah. They just Miami just, you know, finding ways uh, to just really suck it up. And yeah, but somehow because they have all this talent and they're Miami, living off the reputation but somehow they you know they get a they get a spot i mean obviously it's a preseason poll and there's nothing more meaningless i think in sports than a preseason poll but <laughs> right up there with uh you know preseason of uh, preseason records for nfl and uh you know the right uh, the uh, yeah the tip off record <laughs> yeah your tip i remember i remember seeing i remember seeing that what just one game last year and i was just like that is the most useless stat ever. Who cares if the right. team wins the tip-off or not? It doesn't really change the game. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's right up there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad, but in any event. I mean, also, yeah, I mean, I actually texted you about this, too, you know, going back to Ohio State, Michigan State. I mean, it's just I texted you this. I mean, I guess um, Mel Tucker really should be, you know, he, I guess he coaches better when he's coaching for different jobs or something like that. Now that he kind of has the security blanket uh, really for Michigan State. I mean, now that he, he really I mean, it's, that's his first thing. He gets shellacked by Michigan State. Or yeah, by Ohio they, State, sorry. They extended him. He got beat by Ohio State after getting smoked by Purdue. And I think this was a premature extension. It really was. It was a premature extension. And it's just – I think people forget about it, too. Yes, they beat Michigan, but they were down in that game. And they were down by double digits, too. I mean, they, yeah. had, to, they had to have, like, a crazy comeback to even, uh, to even win the game. So, I mean, it's just really – he has not been living up to the moment as far as coaching these big games right now. Right. I mean, they only beat Indiana by five. I mean, they beat – they have some in wins, but like I said, I would like to have seen uh, – maybe waited until the end of the season to extend him. I mean, because they – this game against – this week against Penn State's not going to be a cakewalk either. It's the battle of the two two premature contract extensions with him, with James Franklin now getting uh, extended now. So, we're, we're, we're going to see the battle of these two uh, foes going at it. We really are. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait for just to see what's going to happen uh, with this college football landscape. Because once again, I feel like Ed Ogeron, who won the national championship, what, two years ago? Yeah. Is on the, is available. He's a great coach. He always seems to find at least a decent amount of success. I know. And it's just, I, it, I, I hire it, it him over be- Ed, a lot of these people. I mean, I, I really think I, I really feel like some, I really feel, uh, 
I really feel like this is going to be like a reunion of some sorts with some of these teams. I think maybe USC, you know, with the Seahawks being bad, maybe they called up Pete Carroll, you know, try to have a reunion with Pete Carroll. And then same with Florida, you know, I mean, obviously the urban experiment I think is going very, very badly with Jacksonville that we could see an urban reunion at Florida. So we could be seeing some reunions with us, with some coaches. Um, I don't, I think they're going to give urban more than a season. Uh, you know, just to keep the uh, strippers in uh, Tala or in Jacksonville employed for a little bit longer, and then uh, I think that they're also gonna—they're not gonna fire Pete Carroll after one bad season, where Russell Wilson was out for half of it. I mean, really? I mean, it's just—it it, really? I mean, it's just—I I, think—I think Pete Carroll is going to—I think he's going to be a shocking firing. I really do. I think he's going to be a shocking firing at the end of the season. Oh, get out of here! Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they're gonna fire. Yeah, I think they're gonna fire him. I mean, it's just. I think it's gonna be a shocking fire. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I felt like he just it it that that Pete Carroll era has kind of run its course, really, and, and you know you're kind of seeing it this year. I mean, I don't see it, man. They've had it's been one bad year, and his star quarterback was out for half of it. I know, I know, but it's just you know what? Sometimes you just have that one bad year, and some. Suddenly it was a chance to just pull the plug on this experiment. You know, he's been really living off of one of these, you know, nine, 10, 11 win game, you know, se- seasons and somehow sneaking into the playoffs or winning the division. And yeah, it's a Super Bowl and then to another one. That was seven years ago. As crazy as it sounds, that was seven years ago. The last the, was the, was the, was the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I get that it was, but it's not like you've been bad since then. They went to the I, I know. like every year. I know, and it's just I, – I just – I mean, let's see. They were in the playoffs last year. I mean, obviously lost to the Rams, but we're in it. Yeah, they the they were in it. it. They advanced. They lost, to a, they lost to a Rams team with John Warford and Jared Goff as quarterbacks. I mean, when John Warford started too. I mean, it wasn't like – that was a bad loss, I think. They've been to the playoffs like almost every year under the guy. This is going to be like maybe the second time they have missed it in like the last decade. Yep. I, I just I, – I, I think oh, Pete Carroll will man. be fired. Yep. No way. Yes. You're going to have to eat crow like you're eating crow on Ohio State. <laughs> you're going to eat crow like, you eat, like you're eating crow on Ohio State right now. Well, that's that's what. Yeah. I mean, they may fire him, but they shouldn't. He almost beat the Ravens last week. Oh, Matt Nagy. Oh, yeah. And really, if it wasn't for the referees, he'd have beaten the Steelers two weeks ago too. Yeah, if it wasn't for the referees, yeah, and it's just and they but they lost to a backup quarterback too. That doesn't mean the rest of the team's bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they feel like really. I mean, it's just like really. I, I know, like, most of the quarterbacks, really, except for Mac Jones, is having a good, you know, I feel like most of the quarterbacks is having a bad season. You know, most of these quarterbacks are having a bad season. And, yeah, and I, th- I feel like Nagy's a part of it as well. And, they really, I mean, all of Chicago is really sick of him. They're going to beat the Lions this week. He'll be at 4-7. and seven. They'll beat yeah, the four. Vikings one of the two times they play them. And they'll beat the Giants. They're gonna at least get to like seven wins. You think seven and nine, or you know, seven and seven ten and is 10? gonna be worth it? Maybe I don't know. I think 
He was in the playoffs last season. <laughs> yeah, but they were like the seventh seed too. I mean, it's just they were that Nickelodeon game. There. They, they were that Nickelodeon game last season. The most useless playoff game, the, the Nickelodeon game. They beat the Buccaneers a season ago. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the game. Yeah, where Tom Brady forgot how many downs there were. <laughs> they beat the Buccaneers last season. No, uh, Matt Nagy's gonna get fired. You you watch the Lions. The Lions are gonna win. <laughs> They're yeah, gonna lose to Tim Boyle. They're gonna lose to Tim Boyle. It's all these people for no reason that believe that somehow, like, Justin Fields was going to somehow be like this godsend at quarterback when no Ohio State quarterback has ever been good in the pros. Ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Mike Tomczak. There you go. <laughs> if that's the best you're pulling, exactly. You've proven my point. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really just been bad. I mean, it's just yeah, like everybody expects him to be like this Lord and Savior, and it just and we've seen it too. I think with Fields, like he's really kind of brittle right now. He's like, the third as best far quarterback as quarterback on that roster. As far as far as as far as this year, yeah, like he's been kind of brittle. Like you've, he he's had some nagging injuries. When it's all said and done, yeah, he probably will be. I mean, it's just if you yeah, look at careers. You'll take Andy Dalton's career, and you'll take Nick Foles' one game over his. Yeah, yeah, take that. Yeah, we'll 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 have to wait and see on that. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, it's I I never was really a big Justin Fields fan. You know, even in even in college, I feel like I feel like he always missed some throws and he always made some throws that just you made you go, wow, that was a bad throw. And he just and he just locked out too because he had so many. You you see it too with the Ohio State receivers, just how many good receivers he has. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he's seen it. Mine good too. Yeah, the offensive line was good too. So I mean, it's just he just had all this talent around him, and it just like, and really, I, I always felt like he had bad accuracy issues too. Even at Ohio State, even though yeah, it looked like he just had like this amazing stats, but it's just like you see Ohio State's offense sometimes. Like sometimes these guys run it for like sixty yards, but they run it on like a bubble screen or something like that. Right. I feel like everyone watching this must think I just hate Ohio State because I'm ragging on them, which I apologized for. But now I'm ragging on Fields and talking about how none of their quarterbacks have ever had pro football success. Do you want to go? Do you want to go? Do you, do you want to go Labor Day? Labor Day, they're playing in Columbus. They're playing Notre Dame. I mean, obviously, I want to go, so we'll have to look at that. <laughs> and then you'll wear a Michigan shirt, you know, just just kick everybody off. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. I'll probably wear my Michigan hat. <laughs> Your Michigan hat. <laughs> Especially if they win this weekend. <laughs> go for it me versus 100,000 people I have to call in Jean-Claude Van Damme for my trip to the horseshoe <laughs> it was a fun experience it's a fun stadium I do highly recommend going so yeah like I like I'm all I'm all down you know we need SP and Bushy on the road you know <laughs> that would be awesome hopefully we can get someone to sponsor it <laughs> yes <laughs> Sponsored, sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell and Frontier Airlines bring you the SP and Bushy Show live <laughs> from the Horseshoe in Columbus. Live from the Horseshoe. I know, yeah, you're wearing a Michigan hat. I'm wearing a Notre Dame shirt. <laughs> we're, just, we're getting stuff thrown at us. <laughs> we're getting names called like everybody's looking at us like we're crazy people. Yep. It'll be the last episode of the Bushy SP and Bushy Show as we both end up in intensive care afterwards. <laughs>
<laughs> and we just rat and we just rag on him you know it's just like what is a fuck guy anyway you know it's it's a nut you know yeah it's a nut as much as lee corso is trying to make it cool i don't feel like brutus is super cool i mean literally it's a guy with a giant head i mean that's all it is really i mean it's a guy dressed it dressing up you know like where's waldo with a giant head right with a giant football head basically he looks like hey Arnold, you know yeah he pretty much does <laughs> <laughs> this is i love it this turned out in the osu hate you know it really did it we're, ba- we're back baby well i feel like everyone else in the media just loves on ohio state so much that that's why we've kind of taken this heel route on them anyway yeah let's th- let's take the heel route yeah because we can't you know what we we have crappy college football here. I'm sorry, here in Colorado. So it's just like, you know what? We'll rag on these teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have great D1 to talk about here. Yeah, we don't have good D1. But we hate everybody. To, yeah, we yeah, we hate everybody. Yeah. And yeah, um, and yeah, going back to the going back to uh, you know, the, this year, I mean, is uh, is this uh, I mean, last year's Thanksgiving games were terrible. Is this year just as bad? I mean, Raiders and Cowboys could be a little interesting. That's really the only interesting game. It's just like, I mean, like, Bill Saints, I mean, it really hasn't lived up to the hype, you know, with, like, Bill Saints. I mean, it's just – I mean, the the Bills Bills were terrible the last three weeks. Yeah, they have not looked good at all. And, yeah, and the Saints, I mean, they got – I mean, really, the Saints are, like, you know, basically like a Blake Bortles team. They look crappy for three quarters, and then, like, the fourth quarter, they look amazing. Well, it's a it's a Trevor Simeon led team. You don't want to watch that. Yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. That's gonna be our nightcap, man. Like it really a really Bills team against the Trevor Simeon led Saints team. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good night to either spend with your family or watch Ole Miss, uh, Mich- Mississippi State. Ooh, that may be an intriguing football game. I I like that. I want I want the Egg Bowl. Give me the Egg Bowl. Yeah, watch the Egg Bowl. That's the way to go. Five thirty start on the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss looking for like a really good bowl game. They're ranked ninth in the power rankings. So in some weird world where somehow Alabama then lose, like what if Alabama loses to Auburn this week and then somehow beats Georgia? I don't know. There's probably no way for Ole Miss to get into this power or top 25 or playoff. Unless every team, unless every team in front of them gets COVID. Unless every team in front of them gets COVID. I think that's really their only, uh, yeah, You're only saving grace. That's. I mean, it's been it's been a good season. It's been like the best season of the Lane Kiffin experience. Yeah, Lane Kiffin, and yeah, like Mississippi State's been playing really good as of late yeah. as well. So I mean, it, it's a case like they've been playing really good right I now. Watch that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch that instead of watching Saints Bills. I am very excited though. I mean, we have uh, we have Boise State against San Diego State uh, on Friday at the day after Thanksgiving, so we're gonna have that. Um, and yeah, I mean, your Missouri Tigers. I mean, they they caused Dan Mullen to get fired. I mean, I think the five games previous to that also caused Dan Mullen to get fired too. <laughs> but it was the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, as far as with that. Right. <laughs> what did you think of the Dan Mullen firing? I mean, it's just, I mean, this guy, this guy literally last year, we were talking about like Florida maybe being a good, uh, formidable opponent against Alabama last year. They and, lost to Alabama in the beginning of the season by two points. By two points. And they, and they lost to, Al- and they played Alabama tough in the SEC championship game the year before, too. I mean, it's right. just, I mean, really, I mean, that, 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 
that game really just changed the entire season for some reason. I don't know why, you know. It changed it for the worse, you know. They just – And they, then they lost they, LSU and, like, you haven't even been able to get on track since then. I mean, the Georgia loss is forgivable, but you don't lose by 23 to South Carolina if you're Florida. They let Samford hang, hang around. Not Stanford. Samford. Score Samford, 50. yes. And score 52 points. So, I mean, I think – I mean, there's definitely a case to be made for it. And then losing to Mizzou by one. But, I mean, it's just – it's weird how this team almost gave up halfway through the season after losing to Alabama. Yeah, they they really has just given up. And it's just really – I mean, it was, it was really like a shocking firing, too, because it's just – and really, I mean, it, I guess it's really been downhill since the playoff, uh, since that bowl game, because they got thrashed in the bowl game too. I mean, it was, I mean, it's really has started right. early on in this in this year. So, I mean, I don't care as, what you do in a bowl game though, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's not really for anything. You still get paid. Yes, you still get paid, but still, I mean, it's just, I mean, it was a case too. They kind of gave up uh, at the year, and really, they it, it's been downhill really ever since. And yeah, oh, and and here they almost beat Alabama. Like, think of how different that season would have been had they beaten Alabama in the eighteen. Well, yeah, that, that would have been the case. Yeah, and then Alabama, you know, I, I I I think if they lose that Florida game, they they probably win the Texas A and M game. I think that's right. that's the case uh, as far as with that. Um, no, but it would have definitely made Florida look – or I think Florida would have had a lot better season had they been able to finish that one off. Yeah, they probably would have uh, been very good. And actually, that LSU-Florida game was actually really exciting. Like okay. It was just like – it was a very exciting game too. So, they haven't played these exciting games. Well, they, uh, well it started too. They lose to Kentucky too for the first time since like the 80s. Last yeah. time they lost to Kentucky, you know, in Kentucky. So, I mean, it's just – it really is like crazy, you know, just how it was such a weird season for them. But once again, I'm I'm a I'm of the ilk of if you have a good season, I give you a one season grace period. So I think I would have given Dan Mullen one more season, but obviously there was some egregious stuff along the way this year. You could right and these yeah these SEC teams are just are really like impatient now. You know they they want to win and win now. Everyone Uh, thinks they're gonna find the next Nick Saban. Yep, they, everybody feels that way, but it's not usually the case as well. Who do you have this weekend between Florida and Florida State? <laughs> oh, man. Two teams. Man, how's Florida State been? Like, I, I really have not paid attention to them. They're five and six. Both teams are five and six. Winners bowl eligible. Loser is not. God, I – God, they are a – Oh my God! Like this, this is like a weird team. Yeah, it's a dis- the the disappointment bowl. Who do you got? The disappointment bowl. I, uh, you know what? I I think with the teams trending and stuff, give me Florida State. You know, I mean, Florida State season is weird. I mean, it, it they you know with the Notre Dame game, obviously the Jacksonville State game. I mean, it's just if a couple of you know breaks go their way, maybe they're probably in the talks of maybe being you know, prominent in the ACC. I mean, it's just. They're really like a weird team this year. Yep, yep, and they sure are. They sure are. Yeah, give me, give me Florida State. That's right, what I I'll want. Take, I'll take the Gators. I think they respond after the uh, Dan Mullen firing, and I think the SEC in general is just soft this year. I think they've struggled against SEC competition. Give me the Gators. 
Give me the Gators. Yeah. Well, actually, you have an interesting matchup, too, at 5 p.m. on the day after Thanksgiving. You have UNC against NC State as well. So, that you know, nice little rivalry game as well. I know UNC is having a little bit of a down season, but, hey, they've been playing really hard, uh, too. And, yeah, you know, NC State really has been – really hard, too. Yeah, they've been playing really hard. Yeah, and then NC State, you know, hey, they've been, they've been in it. They have a great year, and obviously they didn't. Yeah, we did. We we predicted. We thought they would kind of run away with the coastal, but you know, I I gotta I gotta eat some crow too, man. I mean, you were you were on the pit you were on the pit bandwagon, really. You thought Pitt was gonna be a really good team, and I thought they didn't. But here they are. They they yeah. have a chance to win the ACC this year. They do. They could easily do it. Kenny Pickett might be the number one pick. Who knows? And yeah, Detroit Lions own Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that NC State beats uh, UNC this weekend, though, to keep their uh, uh, ACC championship game hopes alive. Yeah, really. I mean, it's just a case they got to – it sounds like, yeah, I'm very excited. ACC is just weird this year. It's a weird conference. Yeah, same same with, like, the – you know, I mean, it's it's just a weird year this year. I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, you know, a lot of these sport writers, you know, try to promote parity and all that. Uh, as far as with stuff, they try to promote parity and like, oh, why can't we have like instead of like these four teams all the time, um, really with the college football playoff, you know, but really they crap on they crap on the Pac-12 and they crap on the ACC, you know, because they actually do have sort of a, a parody or something like that. And yet they crap on these things. I'm like, you guys want parody. You guys want parody in the college football world. But here you are, you crapping on, you know, these two conferences that actually do have parity. Absolutely. Do you think Wake Forest wins this weekend? If they beat Boston College, they go they go to the uh, ACC championship game against Pitt. Uh, I do believe for a so. Wake yeah. Forest Pitt ACC championship game. How many? What's the what's going to be the over under on that? Like ninety foot, you know, ninety four and a half points or something like that. Like that is That's that is right. going to be a crazy <laughs> offensive game. Sign yeah. me up for it. Like if it's a Pitt Wake Forest ACC championship game, I I want to go down to Charlotte. I want to go down to Charlotte to go see that game. That would be a fun ACC championship game. Oh, yeah. That's going to be just ball flying all over the place. Balls fall, Yeah, balls just flying all over the place. Two good offenses, two semi-mediocre defenses as well. and uh, Very yeah. mediocre defenses. Very mediocre defenses. Yeah, give me, give me, the, give me that. I, th- that's what I want. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm in for it. I think that's – I mean, if Wake can get by uh, BC this weekend, we have it, so. We have it as well, yeah. And Pitt going against Syracuse, that uh, you know, I mean, it's just we'll, we'll have to wait and see with that as well. I'm not and then, yeah, than that, but let's talk a little bit briefly about the uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. Who do you got? Oh man, I mean, it's just really. I mean, Oklahoma hasn't been really crazy offensive dominant, and like o- Oklahoma State has a really good defense. Really, I mean, it, I guess it's kind of flip flop with uh, with Oklahoma State during this Mike Gundy era, where it's just they somehow been like this really good defensive team uh, the, the past few years. So they've really focused on the defense. Uh, give me that. Give me Oklahoma State. I feel like they're riding the wave uh, right now, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna prevail. And it's at Oklahoma, and it's at Oklahoma State too. So give me, the, give me the, give me the Cowboys. I'll take the Sooners just to be different. Just to be different, okay, yeah, and it's just really, I mean, uh, 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 really, Oklahoma really has an impressive. 
Yeah, really, Oklahoma hasn't really impressed me, really. I mean, I, I feel like they've been really the most – probably the least impressive top ten team. What are you, on the committee now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the committee, yeah. Of course, I'd be one of these people that'd be like, I want – give me Cincinnati. Put Cincinnati at number three or number four. They would hate me for it because I'd be like, they've been doing everything you've been telling them to. Right, they beat Notre Dame. What more do you want them to do? They beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame, too. I mean, it's just – They beat Notre Dame. They beat Indiana. Ohio State got credit for that Indiana win. Yeah, they got credit, yeah, for you – know, yeah. And they – they come on, Ohio State, yeah. Cincinnati could beat Indiana in Indiana. Come on. Whoa. Give me that. <laughs> and then uh, let's let's talk really quickly. Last game I'm asking you to predict. Who do you got? Clemson? Disappointing season, but back in the top 25 at South Carolina, a team that's been decent this year. I mean, they've been up and down, too. They uh, they lost a lot of close games. They lost a, by a touchdown to Kentucky. They lost to Mizzou by a field goal. Uh, but they've beaten Florida. They've beaten Auburn. Like, they've beaten some of these teams that were supposed to be a little better than them. This is – Oh, man, this is going to be an interesting, I guess, rivalry game, I guess, really, with the Clemson and South Carolina. I mean, it's just, yeah, because Clemson, yeah, back in the top 25, I mean, really a disappointing season this year uh, as far as with Clemson standards this year. But they feel like they've started to get their act together a little bit. But, yeah, going with South Carolina, you just, you don't know, really. I mean, they're kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde team. You just don't know what uh, yeah. what team, you, uh, what team you're going to get with the, with the Gamecocks. I mean, it's just. You know what? Give me, give me South Carolina. I want South Carolina. I think they're going to pull it off. I think it's in South Carolina, so they've been really impressive as of late. So, and they're they're playing really good. And just give me that. They've been good at home this year. I know. Yeah. So they've been a very very impressive uh, team. I'm still going to take Clemson, but I wanted to. I wanted to bring up the point. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be a, a definitely a good game. It's just a shame that it's on the SEC network and not one of these, uh, you know, main ESPN channels. All right. Obviously, fun week in uh, college football. Not a fun week, as you mentioned, especially with the Thanksgiving games in the NFL. Uh, you talked about a brutal NFL slate on Thanksgiving. We talked. We used it to segue back into college, but let's talk a little bit more about this horrible slate of games on uh, on Thanksgiving. Yes, I, I really – I guess we're going to start off, you know, with a little teaser. Yes, I'm unthankful for this slate of games, really. I mean, you're going to have the Bears starting Andy Dalton, you know, Matt Nagy basically fighting for his job against a Lions team with Tim Boyle and God knows what – God wanna, knows what, God knows what the Lions are going to be. Matt Nagy fight for his job on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Matt Nagy fights for his job on Thanksgiving, yeah. So it's just like what team is going to show up. And then, yeah, you have the Cowboys who are really like a Jekyll and Hyde team. I guess they I guess they can't play the AFC West, really. I mean, it's just they look bad against the Chargers. They look bad against the Broncos. They look bad against the Chiefs. You yep. know, now they're going up against their third AFC West opponent in four weeks. So, you know, I mean, are they going to look bad against the Raiders who really have started reeling, really? I mean, it's just – uh, we, we predicted it. We thought, you know, it's going to be a Raiders collapse. And here they are. They're collapsing again. It's just happening sooner rather than later. Yep, it really is. I mean, five and five for the Raiders on the season. Uh, I think they go into the Cowboys. I think they they struggle there. I mean, I think, I mean, they've been torched in back-to-back -back weeks by good quarterbacks with Mahomes and 
Burrow, and I think it happens again the third week in a row. But I think this is at least the most interesting of the Thanksgiving games. Yeah, it's going to be – yeah, definitely. And then you have the really Bills, really. They haven't looked impressive the past month against the uh, Trevor Simeon-led Saints team. Again, they're they're the Blake Bortles uh, – they're the Blake Bortles team. They've looked crappy for three quarters, but then the fourth quarter, they somehow turn it on and become one of the greatest offenses ever. So, uh, yeah, we'll – We'll have to see about that. And yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm, I I want to watch Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Definitely. I mean, it, I mean, aside from the Rams and the Packers, I mean, this is a and Minnesota, San Francisco, which is on at like the same time. This is a pretty weak slate of games in, in the NFL. I mean, Tennessee is so injured right now that even their game against New England isn't as captivating as it could be. Right. Uh, do you want to take take a trip down to Houston? Go see the uh, the game of the century. You know, Jets against Texans. I tweeted it out last week. Like, as long as the Titans don't play the Jet, the Titans are in good shape because they only seem to be really bad against like teams like the Jets and the Texans. Basically, when it comes to the playoff time, those teams won't be there. No, I felt like I felt like last week was the first week where the injuries have finally started to come up on the Texans. Yes, they or the Titans actually. Like, yeah, they've they've lost. They've lost some really significant players, and it's just really they've been really sustaining everything. And now I feel like it's starting to come back and haunt them now. Yeah, like I said, I think that there's only so long they can survive without Derrick Henry, who's the MVP of the league. Yeah, that that's going to be the case. And, I mean, really, I mean, the Sunday night game, you have Browns against Ravens, and then Monday night it's Seahawks like- against the Washington football team. I mean, it's just – it really is a bad slate, really. Right. Like I said, I mean, Tennessee, New England is a little intriguing, but without, like, all of the stars on the Titans, New England's probably going to cruise in that one. Indy's been playing okay, so maybe their game against Tampa Bay is interesting. Maybe it isn't. Oh, you're not ready for Broncos Chargers? <laughs> no. What about this one, though? I'm excited. I can't wait. Falcons, Jaguars, bring it to me. Why isn't it in London? It feels like this game should Why be. is it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why isn't this game in London? Even though, yeah, both teams did participate in the London games this year. But, yeah, why isn't this game in London? This really should be a banish. They should move this up to Canada or make it in, like, Mexico or something. Like, the United make- States doesn't want anything of, of this. They should make the Jets-Texans game be played on the moon. I'd watch it then. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Joe or put it in Germany. I know Germany is looking to get some NFL games. Yeah, send them Jets, Texans. Send them Falcons, Jaguars. Where do we, would you want to go to Houston or go to Jacksonville for the for these games? <coughs> I don't know. Depends. I mean, <laughs> I don't know neither. I guess <laughs> that's a tough. I don't know. The Jaguars may actually have a home field advantage this game. You know, I mean, you saw it with the Bronco game. You saw it. Shockingly, with the 49ers game, I mean, it's just like, really? I mean, it was a pro Bronco and 49er crowd against the Jaguars. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, or the Falcon. I don't think the Falcon fans are going to show up. So, I think it's going to be a pro drive for them. But the Falcons stink, really. I mean, not a a lot of people really care about the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to show up big time there. I think they're going to have the same kind of advantage that the Broncos and 49ers enjoyed. (laughs) I don't think so. I think there's probably oh, yeah. going to be like five people there. fans are coming out for this one, all ten of them. Yeah, there's going to be like ten people at that game. And five of them are going to be that in that pool area. Yeah, exactly. 
Five are going to be in the pool area. The other five are cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hot dog. Yeah. There's going to be more hot dog vendors than fans. It probably will be. <laughs> you can get a hot dog quick. It's probably the same way in Houston. They have tickets as low as 10 bucks for the Jets and Texans this week. There you go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's make a trip to Houston. We're, we're going to go see the game of the century. <laughs> oh, my God. I think the Texans are going to beat them bad. The Texans, <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor, are a better team. He's been banged up. He was back last week. I think they do okay. I mean, the Texans are an interesting team. Like, it's, uh, yeah, they're just, I, I don't think they're not very good. Same with the Jets. The Jets aren't very good. And it, it sounds like who knows who's going to be at starting quarterback right now. So we'll have to wait and see with that as well. So, yeah, that, that's, it's going to be a terrible game. We, we, horrible game. yeah, we may, we may have to go. Yeah, we may have to go. We may have to, no. let's just get a plane ride to Houston right now. You know, I'm, I'm not, up trips I'm right not now. spending the money for a flight to Houston just to watch. That, the flight would cost more than going to the game. <laughs> let's just, let's just drive down. Okay. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just drive down now. <laughs> Rams and Packers though, I think is going to be interesting. Who do you got there? Uh, give me the, give me the Packers. I mean, I, I, I know the Rams are coming off a bye and all that, but really, I mean, it's just, and yeah, I, I just don't like what I've seen. And I, and I feel like we're starting to get more of the Lions Stafford. Now the, the lion, uh, the later years of, of the Lions Stafford era now with Matthew Stafford. Um, and, and that's bad news. And, and the Packers know how to deal with Matt Stafford really, because they played with him forever. So well, I think yeah. they know how to handle Matt Stafford. But I mean, this is new and improved LA Rams Matt Stafford with a Sean McVay offense. So give me, give me the, give me the Rams. Give me, give me the Packers. I think Aaron, I think Aaron uh, slings it, and yeah, and yeah. I mean, this super team and all that. Well, they've had a week to get come together a little bit more. Stafford's had some time to work with Odell. <laughs> And, and yeah, and uh, you know, you know, it, well, really, I mean, it's just just keep away, you know, the pretzels from uh, from Matt Stafford's wife, okay? Yeah, chucking pretzels at everything. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this year has been like weird because it's just like the top quarterbacks, like it's just like their wives or girlfriends are starting to get like into it. You know, it's like the same with like the with like the Mahomes family. They, you know, they've gotten in, in, into with some of the fans. Uh, you know, now Baker Mayfield's wife is getting in, you know, call, calling out players as well. And now Stafford's wife is chucking pretzels at 49ers fans. I mean, it's just really, I, I mean, this has been an interesting year as far as with quarterback uh, players slash wives, you know, slash girlfriends. Absolutely. I'm thankful for it. I want to see it. <laughs> I am too. Like, I, I'm kind of intrigued and, and I, I like it. I'm just like, yeah, I, just, I want more. I want Jared Goff's, you know, wife, you know, to kind of start her chucking pretzels at Lions fans. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. I'll just say that. I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, yeah, Trevor Lawrence's girlfriend, you know, you know, hucking beers at you know at the pool people at the five, you know, the five fans that are going to be at this game. <clears throat> Probably in the pool. <laughs> How about Sierra doing something with the Washington football team fans as well? You know, after they <laughs> they trash on uh, they trash on Russell Wilson. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Bring it on. Or a cat fight between Tyrod Taylor's uh, wife or girlfriend and the same and uh, Zach Wilson's wife or girlfriend. 
<laughs> you you think they're going to start Zach Wilson? Uh, who knows? I mean, Mike White and Joe Flacco just got placed on the reserve COVID list today. So, yeah, we could see Zach Wilson. I guess you're right. I guess I didn't see that news. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to sign Blake Bortles and start him Sunday. <laughs> Why not? Uh, that's what I want. That would just make the game even more interesting. We should just drive down now for or, it. Or Josh Johnson. <laughs> Josh Johnson against Tyrod Taylor, man. That is – the greatest game ever played. Just mark it down now. The greatest game ever played. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not like the Texans. Give me the Texans against Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, my. This has really been a bad slate, really, the past few weeks, I feel like. I feel like we're just having a bunch of bad slate of games. And the ref, I think the ref of the Jets Texans is going to be Tony Carrente. So, you know, so we're going to need that. <laughs> that would make it even worse. What's he going to rig it for? He's going to rig it for, uh, he's going to somehow rig it for the Steelers, even though they're not playing this week. Yeah. He's going to rig the Jets Texans game to the Steelers' favor. <laughs> he's going to find some way. He's going to find some way, yes. That's <laughs> Oh. All right, let's get into it. What are you not thankful for, Bushy? I mean, I, I'm really unthankful too for the for the new Taco Bell commercial. Obviously, uh, if you have been listening to the podcast, obviously I'm not a fan of the Taco Bell, the new Taco Bell commercials. We know where these people hear at dawn, and suddenly they're like, "Oh, I got to go get some Taco Bell or something like that." So then, so the new commercial now is these two guys. You know, basically, they're dressing up to go to, like, a LARPing event or something like that, or maybe, like, a local Comic-Con or something like that. They're dressed up like they should be on, like, you know, on, like, a bad – basically, like, your your homemade production of Game of Thrones or something like that. That's what they're kind of dressed up as. And they kind of meet up, and they, the guy accidentally hits his shield on a trash can, and somehow it turns into that Taco Bell Dawn uh, sound, which – in all reality, that doesn't that doesn't make that sound. I'm sorry, it doesn't make yeah. that sound. It doesn't it, make but, that sound at the LARPing events you go to. Yeah, all, yeah, all the LARPing events. Oh yeah, all the LARPing events I go to. You know, I dress up. I dress up as a Viking warrior <laughs> named Farquad or something like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just and suddenly the guy is just like, oh, I gotta go get some Taco Bell now. Like I was just like, what? That's worse than the, that's worse than the first date one. Or the, or the beach one. That's worse than the beach one. I got to be honest. They, as long as they brought back that grilled cheese burrito, I don't care how they market it. <laughs> that thing's delicious. It got me back into Taco Bell single-handedly. It's delicious. Hey, I, I did see delicious. that they, they've had, like, the cheesy gordita crunch combo, so I'm happy about that. They've, re, they've really kind of amped up the cheesy gordita crunch, so I'm happy about that. Just make better commercials, really. Your commercials yeah, are stupid, yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> Your commercials are stupid. Get bring out. Bring back the Chihuahua. Yeah, bring back the Chihuahua. Yeah. That was good. I don't care. I, I, like I said, the grilled cheese burrito is awesome, and I'm thankful that they brought it back. <laughs> I know. I am thankful that Taco Bell is starting to bring back some of the items that we like, but I'm unthankful for these commercials. Yeah. What are you, on, what are you unthankful for? I mean, I'm going to start it off. I mean, even though Cincinnati's finally in the top four and this thing's starting to look a little bit more clear that there are four teams, I still am unthankful for the college football playoff committee. I think the committee is not a good way to do it. 
I think we still need to expand this thing. If we're going to have true, no, a true champion, I still think four is not enough. I still think you get the champions from all the power five conferences and even every power, give me 16 teams with every champion in it. And then there's like four wild card spots. I'm all in favor of it. Give me that. Just give me that. Yeah. Give me all the conference championships. And yeah, we just solved it right there. Yep. Yeah, the four has gone on too long enough, really. I mean, it, it should have been expanded a couple of years ago. The four, the four was a good experiment to get everybody kind of interested with the playoff. Now it's time for expansion, really. That's the case. Yeah, give me, give me more expansion. And you watch, they're going to be like, oh, they're, they're going to do eight teams and then mate for another seven, eight years and then do 12 teams. I mean, they're just going to do it, add it by four every probably, no, probably like seven, eight years. That. I know. I'd be happy as well. I mean, it's just, I mean, the FCS does it, you know, every other, every other, every other right. conference does it like really. Right. Like I said, you know? every other conference, every other thing. Or every other division. Yeah. Yeah. Every other thing in the NCAA does it. Like I get that this is how we did it back in the twenties, but I don't think anyone's that devastated that like we won't be having a Gasparilla bowl if we expand this thing. <laughs> Hey, I mean that that gives us content. I mean, we get we'll do we'll do our mega we'll do our mega bowl preview, uh, right. you know, in, in the coming month. Who's gonna win? We, yeah, we'll do real bowl or fake bowl again, and then we'll do the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yeah, who's gonna win the Duke's Mayo Bowl? Who's gonna do the Duke's Mayo Bowl? Yeah, and we'll have the fan off too. I mean, they they had like this Duke's Mayo type of call, uh, classic as well. So you know, have two teams. You know, they having a mayo chugging contest as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, it really was the best part of that Clemson-Georgia game, you know. So, really, it was that, was the mayo chugging contest. Sure it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, that's how bad the game was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to give Clemson credit. At this point in the season, they were the only ones I think you've kept Georgia within it. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they really have been probably the most formidable opponent was Clemson, and that was the first game of the season. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing I am very unthankful for. I'm very unthankful for. Uh, you know this this whole uh, this whole uh, you know the series of with like altitude and like the cable and dish companies. Really, I mean, it's just mm -hmm. you know just kind of thinking about that. I mean, really, I mean, it's just you have these two really good teams. You know, with the Avalanche. You know, obviously cup contenders now for the past three years and then obviously you have the nuggets you have the reigning mvp and yet most of colorado can't watch the teams really i mean it's just right. and it's been going on now for three years now and it's just really kind of like a shame i mean it's just uh, talking with some talking with some people and some friends about this and it's just like it's really turned them off on watching the abs on watching the nuggets and i'm kind of that same boat It's really i mean it's just i'm kind of turned off not watching the Nuggets really, because because of that, because they're not because they're not on. Well, I mean, it's Stan Kroenke, man. Stan Kroenke, even when he moved the Rams to LA, proved that really he's all about the money. Yeah, he so is. He's, he's all about the money, rights, and everything. It's all about the green for him. So it is. It is all. It is all about the green for him. Yeah, and it's just, and it's a shame because you know you're you're driving people. You're, you're basically, you know, these you're people. I think people have seen the team that they care about. Yeah, they care about, and it's like, and it's good teams too. I mean, 
if both teams suck, I think it would have been okay. You know, yeah, you don't want to watch that. But the fact that yeah, both teams like, are – I wouldn't be disappointed if I wasn't watching the 90s Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, if it was the 90s Nuggets, I would have been really, really – I would have been like, ah, who cares? But, like, but after to, three years, you'd see – you would think you'd see, that like, the cable companies aren't going to budge on this. No one's paying whatever price you're asking for. Just give it up. It's it's basically a blinking somebody. contest, really. I mean, who's going to blink first? And clearly, nobody's blinking at all. Yep, definitely not. Well, and it's causing. I, I think I think this whole situation too is causing teams to, or, or causing people to really kind of rethink about stuff as well. And then like MLB is pro- trying to be a little bit proactive with this in removing the blackouts and stuff, so other so t- so people can watch it. I mean. That thing's not going to go away. I'm sorry. Like, you know, streaming's not going to go – streaming's not going to go away, folks. No, it's not. Like, it is It is like the wave of the future. So, maybe right. lift the uh, blackout dates or something like that. You would think, but – You would think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, here yeah, we are. Years later and still not really able to watch any of the teams we care about. Yeah, it's going to be 2030 <laughs> when they finally get a deal done. And yeah, when nobody when nobody has cable anymore. Exactly. <laughs> cable companies are gone because everyone switched over to Hulu Live Sports. That's how Stan Kroenke's going to win this one. Yeah, he's he's waiting for these cable and dish companies to to just uh, <laughs> to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what else are you on take before? Let's see. I'm unthankful for uh, the Broncos ownership situation because I feel like it's allowed some of this complacency in the coaching situation that we've complained about for a long time. Obviously, for those who don't know, the Broncos ownership has been tied up in courts for a long time since the death of owner Pat Bowlin, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And I mean, it's a travesty because once again, under Bowlin, they were one of the most successful franchises in the league for the uh, 30 plus years that he was running the team. He was playoff contenders versus currently, like I said, if the Broncos go 500 this season or whatever direction of 500, they finish miss the playoffs and still keep Fangio around then They're letting mediocrity be the standard. And that has never been the standard with the Broncos since we've been alive. Yeah, it really has not been the standard. Yeah, it's really been, you know, successful winning seasons. Uh, really, I mean, we're, we've been used to success uh, growing up as fans. I mean, yeah, once in a while we would get a, we would get like a four and 12, five and 11, you know, six and 10 type of season. But, but it was always one season. Next year, they were always a 10, 11 win team. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it is just very, very frustrating. I mean, it's just, yeah, this ownership situation, hopefully it's probably, you know, probably going to be done next year. So, you know, that's, that's the only hope as far as with that. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see with that, but yeah, it really, it's just been, yeah, just a bunch of complacency really. I mean, it's just, and you know, and it's just, it really, it's just been really just a a shame now. Like, it's just like, Oh, you know, they're, you know, they're just finding ways to lose and all that. And just really, it's just like a case of just, you know, not having a good winning attitude and be like, Oh, maybe we should win this, you know, that type of thing. Like I said, that's that's one thing I'm not thankful for. What do you got next? 
Uh, I'm unthankful for so we're we're basically we're in the year 2021 okay we have these amazing smart TVs and all that and we have like Hulu live and you know YouTube TV or stuff like that why don't these streaming services have like a picture-in-picture function really because I thought about this because um you know when I went to Ohio my buddy has Hulu um he has Hulu TV um so he has Hulu live TV so it was just one of those things and you know, we were, we, we were kind of switching back and forth um, between the college football game between uh, Alabama and Texas A&M and the uh, and baseball. So baseball playoffs were going on at that time. And it was just like – it was very, very frustrating back – you know, and it's just like why don't we have picture-in-a-picture now anymore? I mean, we had it back in the day. But why, do, why have we kind of degressed with technology or something like that? You know, I, I maybe want to watch two things at the same time or something like that. Hmm, I haven't thought of that in a while. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah, and it's like, like, really- like if Hulu like like if they're gonna offer live sports, like it wouldn't be that difficult for them to let you split the screen or something. You would think. Yeah, I don't think it would be that that difficult or something like that. Or maybe or even you can watch maybe plus or something like let me split screens and watch four things at once, and then yeah. if it's something I really need to see, like let me let me have like. Let me have like the power Chris Hansen has on like NFL Network. You mean Scott Hansen? Scott Hansen. Yeah, give me I an like Octobox, the- man. Yeah, let me let me Octobox or Quad Box or Triple Box, and then if I want to punch something up, like let me do that. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, just give me that, and then maybe maybe there's like a case Scott too. Get- every game. <laughs> maybe that, or maybe a could case too. You know, we're like a picture in picture. I used to have this with like this older TV where you can make the where you can make the screen bigger. Uh, for some t- or where you can make the screen bigger at one screen. So, you know, you're watching maybe the Broncos game or something like that, or you're watching like a college football game that you're really interested in, but then you have this other TV as far as with that, you can make maybe the screen bigger. I mean, it's just, it's a case of just like, why don't we have picture in picture anymore? Like it really is kind of like a shame. I feel like we've gone backwards as far as with TV technology or something like that. I mean, you kind of saw it with back to the future too. You know I mean? Oh. The, the guy had six channels going on. Why don't we have that? We don't have that technology. Come on. We have the technology for that. Why don't we, we have, have it? We have it because, like I said, Scott Hansen can Octobox, so let me Octobox. Yeah. Give me, yeah, give me, the, give, me the, give me the six box or something like that. Or, yeah, or the Octobox or something like yeah. that. Even it's just, I'll just, with a quad box. Quad box would be plenty. Yeah, just give me the quad box. And the TVs are big enough where you could get, two, where you could get four really good screens going on. You really could. I mean, like I said, I think that would solve my problems on uh, – March Madness of like having to like set up two laptops with streams and then have like a third laptop with um yeah her, have, you have like an coaching. iPad or something like or that I'm, like, yeah well I'm trying to pretend to work I know I know it's just it, it really is just like a shame I that's what I want yeah. yeah you know I mean you don't need it all the time but it's just for these special moments you know it's like yeah. you know it's the first part of the season or something like that Oh, it's the first part of the, you know, it's the first part of college football. Yeah. Yeah, every college football Saturday. Or like you said, with the overlap seasons or March Madness. Those are the, like I said, I don't need it every day, but I would like to have it if I, if I have it. Yes. Give me it. Yes. Yeah. Especially, yeah. March Madness, that first weekend of the, that first weekend of March Madness. Yeah. That would just be wonderful. Three computers doing like the work of one when I could just have one, one quad box. We need to bring that back. I think that I think we found our billion dollar idea. That's a great idea. That, I love it. Yeah, that's gonna be a billion dollar. Talk to about it. Like maybe like 
the technicians at Hulu Plus or whatever will hire us. Or maybe let's get Elon Musk on it or something like that. Yeah. He'll, you know, Elon. <laughs> Elon, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> maybe I have to tweet at Elon. We have an interesting idea for you. Elon, <laughs> we're going to revolutionize the way people consume sports on TV. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's just. Yeah, like it's just how how we not have that TV? Like they have it in Back to the Future too, you know, which was, was supposedly was was going to happen with 2015, but somehow that didn't happen. Like we said, decreased. If Hanson can quad box, we can quad box. It's out. Yeah, there. we can we can do it. We can do it. Come on, we have the technology. Come on, and the streaming services are really good now. Like I understand, like back in the day, okay, streaming services were you know kind of wonky or something like that, but the streaming services are really good now. Oh. Like you can I've been watch around long enough to be doing a good job. Yeah, give me that. Oh, frustrating. Very frustrating. I give you that. <laughs> All right. Anything I'm, else you're unthankful for? I'm unthankful for the uh, New England Patriots. I thought like they were going to go down for a longer period of time. I was going to get to enjoy like more than one season without the Patriots being good. Like, I wanted to enjoy, like, the next 30 years without the Patriots being good. And now I got to deal with them probably back in the playoffs in just one season. It's upsetting. I was hoping, like I said, it was going to be, like, Brady's gone. They're bad for, like, even five years. Like, give me, like, the down seat time that, they, that the Broncos have had now before New England. It is very unfortunate. Yeah, and it's just, like, uh yeah, I'm very unthankful for that. Yeah, as surface, well. This is a very surface level complaint, but yeah, it it is it is just very 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 unthankful for that. Yeah, because it's just you know what I, we kind of need like Boston teams to maybe kind of go away a little bit. You know, maybe have like this kind of this Cleveland esque type of type of drought. You know, championship right. drought. You know, because it's just like they've won too many times, and it's just like really, I you're I think people are really starting to turn on the city of Boston. I think I think so. Yeah, exactly. It's like they had a long drought. Like, then in, like, the beginning of the 2000s, the Red Sox got good and ended their drought. And then the Patriots went on this run. Yeah. And even the Bruins snuck a cup in, which that one I wasn't as mad And at. the Celtics won a, yeah, the Celtics won an NBA championship, yeah. And I wasn't even mad at that because I'm a Garnett guy, so I like them getting one. But, yeah, it's like the city's just annoying. Yeah, it, it really is. I want is. them to go back to sucking so that they can actually, like, have people outside of Boston that are not just totally against this. You're making me sympathize against the, for New York teams, really. You right. want I, you're making me sympathize for New York teams. That's that's how bad it is. You're making you're making me root for the Yankees. Yes, I want to root for the Yankees. I want to root for the Knicks. I want to root for the you know, for the Rangers. Give me that. Do you believe the the Yank like no New York team has won a championship in the last decade? I saw that the other day. And I mean, aside from the Yankees, no one. I don't think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the Giants. Yeah, like. Yeah. God. It's one of these things, yeah, you don't think about it until you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah Yankees. The other day. And the closest team, and the closest team really has been, Yankees. I guess the Mets, no, the Mets, uh, remember the Mets were in the World Series in 15, oh, and yeah, then the Rangers so. were in the, yeah, the Rangers were in the Cup in uh, 14, but lost in six games to the Kings. Mm, yep. Yeah, that's been, that's been about it, yeah. That's has been as close for them. Yeah, you're making me sympathize with New York teams. Yeah, you know, I know. That, I know Boston. That's why you need to kind of go away. Right. You need to. You need to stink for long enough that we can all get back on your side. Yes, and make us hate like New York teams again. <laughs> right. 
Because <laughs> like I said, right now we just want, like I said, we just, we're rooting for the New York team. We're rooting even for like the state of New York. Like I want to watch the Bills kick the Patriots, but like I just, I don't, I'm sick. I'm sick of the Patriots and I thought it was going to be longer than one year of this. I'm not thankful for it. I know. Yeah. Now they're back and they, everybody's quoting like, oh, this is 01 again. I'm like, oh, great. You know, this is just great. Yeah. This is what we need. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, it's like people people hate you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah you can talk you. all you want. Yeah, people hate the city of Boston. We didn't all hate you. In 2021, <laughs> we all hate you. Yes, every one of us. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and like the Red Sox are all good too. Again, it's like oh, hate them too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they had a bad season. You know, granted, yes, it was only 60 games, but yeah, they were kind of back, and they want you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get, approaching the uh, you know ALCS, and it's just like yeah. Uh, I agree. Yep. Ah, you have anything else you're not thankful for? No, pretty much covered. You know what I wanted to cover. <laughs> anything else? Let's see. I mean, I'm not thankful for like the state of like the WWE right now. It stinks. The product stinks. Like, they don't develop people well. I'm not thankful for the way they've been doing stuff lately on the wrestling. Like, right. Raw is basically unwatchable. It's the same people fighting each other week in, week out. And it's, like I said, it's, it, the product is definitely, like, at an all-time low for me. It, it like, is it definitely, yeah. To like, 95, where you all, like, I would watch 95 and watch Aldo Montoya run around with a jock strap on his face before I watch some of these ones today. Yeah, it's it, it it has been and stuff, and it, and it's funny too because they were promoting uh, Survivor Series. I'm like, wait, it's Survivor Series? And then you kind of think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's the Sunday before Thanksgiving, but it's just like, yeah, like and it's still like, I mean, like they didn't even do anything to build up any of the matches in Survivor Series. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Survivor Series, but that's because they didn't like build it up at all or make me intrigued by any match at Survivor Series. Right, yeah, and I, I've actually watched more AEW actually than uh, than WWE in the past. Yeah, year, I haven't done I, that yet. How's how's the AEW? AEW is doing uh, like pretty decently. Like it's just I feel like they have a good product going and stuff, and I feel like they're really, you know, this really is the first formidable opponent for for WWE since since the late nineties WCW. Really, I mean, it's just it's a really good product. I've actually enjoyed watching it as well. I mean, it's just. I, I I feel like it's a lot of like, ooh, I remember, you know, it's like they have Tony Schiavone, they have, you know, Jim Ross or something like that, you know, they have some of the older people, you know, like Chris Jericho and Stain and all that, you know, they kind of get us hyped or something like that. But I, I do like a lot of the younger, you know, people and stuff, really. I mean, the only thing they, they, they're not very good at is promoting their women's division, but they're still kind of working on it right now. But I, I feel like they're getting a little bit better uh, as far as with that. But I do enjoy the, you know, it, it's something you don't watch a while. They kind of give you like an update, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like this team, you know, or it's like this tag team lost the tag team championships, you know, a couple of weeks ago or something like that. So that's what I kind of like, you know, they kind of, they kind of bring you kind of forward and stuff instead of like having to watch, uh, a certain, you know, you had to, you had to watch the previous one in order to figure out what happened. Right. Like I gotta, I mean, the thing about it is, is that, I mean, EW when it first came out, was kind of going opposite of WWE's like NXT, which is the mm -hmm. only like WWE program I still watch. But like now that they're separated, like I could maybe start checking out some AEW. Cause like I said, it sounds like it's a better product than what WWE's got right now. 
it is definitely a better product right now. I mean, I would actually go to an AEW event more than a WWE event right now. Really, I mean, that's just that's like a case. And I'm not and I'm not like that big of a wrestling fan anymore. And it's just, but I would, you know, I'm kind of the casual market. But AEW's winning the uh, as far as with me, they're winning me over. Absolutely, like I said, it's very interesting. I think it's gonna be one that we're gonna have to keep an eye on. But like I said, I'm not thankful for where WWE's at right now. Like I said, it's, it really feels like the worst it's been in like 25, 30 years, 25 years. Yeah, it definitely has been the, yeah, this definitely feels like 1995 level. And like, yeah. people are kind of seeing it too. Yeah, like, yeah, this is, you know, kind of 1995. And like, does Vince McMahon have it in him to, to pull, it, pull it from the straps again, you know, and make, and make the, the WWE look formidable again? You know, does he oh. have it? You know, I mean, I felt like he had it 25 years ago. Does he have it now? Right. But he also had Stone Cold 25 years ago. And obviously the one of the most entertaining people of our generation in The Rock 25 years ago. Yeah. Unless there's another Rock somehow walking through his door, <laughs> he might be in trouble. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I, it just doesn't feel like they have like these these good stars that you or picking up like you know, maybe like an AEW scrap heap or something like that and suddenly turn into the, like a big star or something like that or you know yeah like I said it's it's an interesting time in wrestling fandom like I said it's a dark period for WWE and like I said I think that even other other programs are starting to catch up and surpass it yeah and it's good well the problem is it's Raw's three hours I mean it needs to be two hours really right that that that's just like the case it's like it's really. not even good for, they don't even have enough for like two hours if it feels like right now they're like maybe like five interesting people on the whole show yeah and they and they keep you know they they release a lot of people too so they you know they're they're definitely like cash strapped right now so yeah honestly so that's, not, that's not a good thing because like they could have released brock lesnar and kept all those people probably like I think Brock Lesnar makes like what six or seven people make. So but they, no, they, they, they need they need Brock a... Lesnar and actually had some depth versus Brock Lesnar who appears like once a year. Or Goldberg or something like that, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> him too. And I'm a huge Goldberg guy, but like even now like him yeah, now. even now, yeah, that's just like, eh, you know, I kinda need something new. Yeah. I'm it was like, fun I'm five years ago. Goldberg, but once again, like what you're paying him, you could keep more young people yeah like if you're gonna have all these young people and have them fight goldberg fine but if they're gonna get fired for you to keep goldberg and to keep brock lesnar around then that's when it's not that good yeah it, it is it is just a sad state right now in wrestling and yeah and it's just it, it's not a very good product right now for the wwe it's not and i'm not thankful for it <laughs> We're all not we're all, we're all not thankful for it. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Well, I think that's the end of our show. Yep. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy that turkey. Eat up. Uh, get those sweatpants on and uh, watch this. Show us to your family on Thanksgiving. Make them thankful for us and watch all of our other episodes as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SPBushy to find out what we watch this weekend, including probably Ole Miss Mississippi State from what it sounds like. Yeah. We, we we could be tweeting about Thanksgiving games as well. Who knows? So uh, follow along with us on social media. And once again, go back and watch all of our episodes. Thank you for watching this one and have a great Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the SP and Bushy Show. This podcast was created by Sean Pooley and Stephen Bush. Intro was created by Zach DeMose. For more content, please visit our Twitter at SPBushy and our YouTube page at Sean Pooley. We thank you again for listening. Thank you.